Welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast, the show for small and medium-sized businesses who want to get more traffic, get more leads, and get more sales from their website. So if you want to improve your business strategy, stay up to date with the latest sales and marketing technology, and learn specific marketing techniques that can keep your business ahead of the pack, then this is the show for you as the JDR Group brings you ideas, motivation, and inspiration to help you attract ideal clients and customers. And here is your host, Will Williamson. Hello, welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson, and once again, David Roberts. Hi, Dave. Hey, Will, and hello to everybody. How are you today, Will? Yeah, I'm terrific, thank you. A little tired. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Baby keeping you up, yeah, aren't yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a new, yeah. new baby at home. That's and, right. Uh, yes, uh, it is. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We, we're like <laughs> but, the uh, 10 o'clock news. We're starting with a personal interest story instead of ending <laughs> with... <laughs> Now, speaking of personal interest, Dave, I believe you've been out and about. I have. <laughs> you've worked. ventured out. Um, an event has piqued your interest. Yes, Will, I have. I think that we, we're always talking about digital marketing. And I think that sometimes, not just us, but with the industry as a whole mm-hmm. and with small to medium-sized business owners, digital marketing and inbound marketing, what does it really mean? And I think that sometimes we get really drawn into the minutiae and the business owners can get confused not know what the right things to do it can lead to frustration. And we know that traditional marketing is slowly dying, radio, TV, etc. But you wouldn't think so because the evidence is when you listen to the radio, there's still plenty of adverts. When looking at TV, there's still plenty of adverts, etc., etc. But if you talk to the industry, you know that that kind of branding, that kind of marketing is not working nowhere near as it used Mm -hmm. to. Traditional marketing is slowly dying. And I saw a great example of traditional marketing that might always be here, but is nowhere near as effective anymore. And I want to relate that. I think it'd be good to relate that with how that's changed Mm -hmm. and how businesses can look at things differently going forward. And this was at an event? Yeah, I went to Elverston Park and um, it's a great event, Will. It's good that the local council is still putting these community events on. So this is for anyone that is not in Derby. This is a park in Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Elverston Park is <laughs> an old country house with some great grounds yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. little Only coffee shop. Only been once shop. or twice, actually, yeah, yeah, but yeah, well, it's very nice. Yeah, it didn't very let nice. you in, did they, Will? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I used to own it, Dave. <laughs> I, was Lord, I was Lord of the Manor. <laughs> How can I forget? <laughs> Before I fell on hard times, I'd do this podcast yeah, with you. That's right, yeah, ending up at JDR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, the Derbyshire County Council put the event on, and it's brilliant. What they did was they allowed um, local bands to perform, right. so Lovely. they got to market their... Nice their, sunny day. Yeah, yeah, nice sunny day, well, actually, got some ice creams, etc. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, and it was free to attend. Right. And there was fair rides there mm-hmm. and bouncy castles and everything. But most yep. importantly, Will, for the purposes of the podcast, was there was a lot of independent storeholders there. And That's our listeners won't be unused to seeing independent store. You can see them in city centres mm-hmm. all the time yep. with their food or with their clothing yep. or whatever it may be. Markets, events, that type of thing, yeah. Yeah, so we'll go to these types of events all the time. What made you think about marketing? from this event well well if anyone who's listening can see the pictures because we will be putting pictures on our blog 
what was fascinating to me was that this is a great example of how inbound marketing has always been around because what you do is you advertise a free event Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because you've advertised a free event and you've made it as attractive as possible, so people will be drawn to it. So your free event is like a really interesting blog article or a piece of content. Is that what you absolutely mean? will so absolutely you create something yeah. for free that adds value in some way. That's so, right. Yep. That's right. So the council have added value here in mm-hmm. terms of music. Yep, it's um, no cost to get in. Yep, and there's slides and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. which most of them quite a lot of them were free to go on some you had to pay Mm -hmm. but what they did do what wasn't free though was for the independent store holders to have their stands there right that wasn't free yep they had to pay to be there right for them there was a cost attached to it now the question you got to ask yourself is why would they pay mm-hmm. for an event where people come free? Because they know that that's going to attract quite a bit of footfall. Right. So they're hoping, because there's a lot of footfall there, that they will be able to sell mm-hmm. their products and services to the people at the event. Yeah, yeah. So the event is their content and the independent storeholders are their advertisers, their calls to action, whatever it may be. Absolutely. The the real point is is that that is an aid old thing what the storeholders were doing. Mm-hmm. It was a no brainer to them. They yeah. didn't think twice about yeah, I'll pay hundred, two hundred pounds because there's gonna be people coming, I can do that. Yep. Now let's translate that to modern day. The same storeholders, they don't actually see the value as much of having a website with lots of content on. Yeah. With a similar offer for their prospective visitors mm-hmm. to attract them in to sell their wares in exactly the same way they were doing it offline, they can do it online. And we yes. know there's lots of people doing that out there, but we also know there's lots of people still fighting with the fact that is there value mm. in having a website and a digital platform and digital channels Yep. that do exactly the same thing for them, bring them footfall in the way of traffic as they would seeing people walking along a, a nice <laughs> cultured grass mm-hmm. ready to hand over money mm-hmm. and be entertained in the same way. Mm-hmm. They don't quite see that the same could work online as it right. can do offline. Right. And that's the difference now going forwards. Because at presumably at this event, there may have been hundreds of people there, there possibly. Was, there was, well. But on places like, for example, Instagram or Facebook, there would be millions, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. For example, there was a stand there selling beautiful candles and candle holders. Beautiful they were. Now, I asked them if they had a website. They said yes. Right. I asked them if their website was e-commerce. They said no. Right. Yeah. Now, if there's ever in the 21st century an example of something that should be e-commerce mm, that's not, absolutely. it's that how many, while they were at the events yep. looking for that footfall, simultaneously people could have been coming to their site and buying from an e-commerce site yep. their beautiful candles. Well, I dread to think how many Google searches there were for their product Absolutely. during the course of the event. Yeah. So while yeah. they were doing that, they were mis- They didn't have to be there for that sales opportunity. Yeah. 21st century yep. inbound marketing yep. against 20th century inbound marketing. 21st century, 
You don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. It's 24 mm-hmm. 7. It's global. Yeah. It's cost effective. Yeah. All those things. Yet there's so many small to medium sized business owners still mm. not taking advantage mm. of those opportunities. Well, so are you saying that those people shouldn't have been at the events? Because I think, you know, if I would put myself in their shoes, they would be saying, well, here we've got a chance for people to physically see, feel, touch our products, maybe taste them if they're food or beverage product. And we're able to actually interact and get more impact on a personal level with a smaller amount of people. And that might work better for us than being seen by thousands of people that don't have that same connections. No, I'm saying they should be doing both. Okay. What I'm saying, Will, is 30 years ago, mm-hmm. you had to have a big budget to do what you can do now yep. on very limited budget. So yeah. 30 years ago, a big brand would be in the newspaper. They would be on radio. They'd be on TV. There'll be hoardings around a local football ground. Yep. Yes? Okay. there would be local newspapers as well as national. They would have the budget for that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is now that kind of multi-channel marketing mm-hmm. is not just to preserve the big brand. Yes. So yeah. instead of just being at the Elveston event, mm. they could also be using other channels to sell their wares. Yeah. The smart business owner now understands that they've got offline channels mm. and they've got online channels. And I'm not saying that offline channels don't work. I'm saying it should be a combination of them all. Yeah. And what I'm also saying is with a little bit of knowledge to understand how that could work for them, Mm -hmm. it is not a difficult thing to achieve on the back of that knowledge. And that knowledge is out there for anybody to get hold of. They don't have to just come to JDR, who are, by the way, inbound marketing specialists. They can seek that knowledge easily Mm. online and um, make their businesses more attractive, more profitable. But here's the main point. Have them come into you, mm. inbound marketing for the 21st century mm. through digital channels. Yeah. I went about three years ago to a farmer's market. Mm. I've never been to a farmer's market before or since. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> but yeah. it was good. Just, um, just had a, uh, something come over you, Will. <laughs> I don't know why I went, but. <laughs> Maybe you used to own the land. <laughs> it's just three children, you know, had less to do back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and um, I got a bit of a sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going around, so there's all these different independent people making their own granola and stuff yeah, like that, right? Yeah. And uh, someone there that, that had these all these amazing flavours of homemade fudge, mm. right? So I bought some, really liked it, mm. and I asked, right, where do I buy this stuff? Where can I find this? Mm. And they said, we'll be back here again uh, for next month's <laughs> farmer's market. It's unbelievable, <laughs> isn't it? Like, I'm not laughing at them, I'm laughing at the situation. Exactly, exactly, yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> now, I'm not saying nobody does this well. I'm saying there's still so many small to medium-sized businesses who yeah. still are not taking advantage of it. Because I was in uh, Jersey, mm-hmm. and we came across this guy that sold beautiful fish that was packaged in ice and all the rest right. of it that you could take home, all beautiful packaged and stuff. Mm. And I said to him, sorry, he asked me if I was going to buy and He said, look, I'm only here on holiday. I'm going home tomorrow. Yeah. No point. And he said, not a problem. Okay. You can order off my website. Yes. And it, can, it will be with you. Yeah. Okay, I can't remember in what time frame. Yeah. But it was a very short time frame. Yeah. Compare that to some of the other SMEs yep. that are out there. I was in uh, New York 
I mean, we're just telling stories about yeah, <laughs> buying food well, I'm liking this. <laughs> okay. You're bored out there, but we're enjoying ourselves. Uh, another example, I went, I went to a deli in New York. Right? Yeah. So there's a, I think it's quite a famous deli called yeah. Zabar's yeah. in Manhattan. It's like a Jewish deli. It's got every different type of bread and pasta yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Sounds great. Yeah, so it was a great experience to go to a proper New York deli and, you know, bought this and that. What was brilliant, they had loads of offers around the, the store to get you onto their mailing list using brilliant. things like QR codes mm. and discounts and stuff. And uh, they have a website and they have an online ordering thing and they've stayed in touch. Mm. And I've actually since purchased stuff from that deli Great. several times. And I've yeah. sent it to people I know in yeah. the States and yeah. shipped it over here necessarily. If they were not doing that, that might be, I don't know, 10, 20, 30% of sales mm. now for their yeah. business by, by doing that over a period of time. So. Absolutely. Now, I can hear people saying, well, you went there and you saw the product, so that's easy. But we know, and you have to take our word for it, listeners, there'll be people searching for the local New York deli mm-hmm. or even from here. People, because they know Amazon, those deli guys, they can be on Amazon selling their products on there because mm. a lot of e-commerce and small business owners do that now mm. with their food products. So the point I'm trying to make is, just because you was in New York, yeah. doesn't mean that you wouldn't have come across them if you were searching for something like that yeah. in the UK. And that is inbound marketing now. So the point is, whether it's a local fair or whether it's a Facebook group or your local community online or it's Google search or whatever, go where your customers are. And the same principles that apply at the fair apply online. Absolutely. And last but not least, 20th century marketing Mm -hmm. is slowly dying. Mm -hmm. It'll always be there. But it is slowly dying. In some aspects, it's dying quicker. Mm-hmm. So as a small to medium-sized business owner, mm-hmm. you can get clients coming to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So look at the channels of digital as well. Yep. Don't just be offline. Be online as well. Use them both to grow your profits, grow your business. So final thought. I, I can, you know, again, try and be the voice of my listeners. Uh, one final question for you, Dave. Did you go on any of the rides? Uh, do you have a little go on the teacups? Let me tell uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, Will. Okay. I do not do rides. I'm too cool for school okay. for that. Yeah. But I have to tell you, I did sort of trip over one of them with my daughter. I was right. <laughs> so yeah, guilty as oh. charge, Will. <laughs> but nothing where anyone was looking. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't mind. <laughs> Stalled it out, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, on that note, uh, thank you, Dave. It's another enjoyable chat as ever. No, yeah, it was. Will, we enjoyed that. And thank you for listening. And that is all for the Digital Prosperity Podcast this week. We'll see you again soon. But don't forget to go onto the blog and look at the pictures there. There'll be some funny ones as well. Yeah. Okay, bye now. (laughs) Bye for now. (laughs)